Greetings all and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast editorial meeting for Queston Media. I'm Amy Piancai, filling in for Russell Morse. Today we're joined by my favorite contributors, Charles Jones and Amelia Gonzalez. We're going to be discussing the hearing that took place this past week regarding the allegations that um, Kavanaugh um, sexually assaulted uh, Ford when they were younger. Um, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a big deal, obviously, because Kavanaugh is has been tapped by Trump to become the next um, member of the Supreme Court, and for reasons that are pretty obvious, such as such as the Me Too movement and such, this isn't sitting well with a lot of people. So, Amelia, I know you watched it. I know Charlie, you saw some of it. Um, what would you, what was your guys' impression from what happened? Like I I personally as a as a, as a as someone who experienced uh, sexual violence, I just could not do it. But I I saw it unfold via Facebook and Instagram, and all that was was kind of crazy. And what did you guys think of how that transpired? It, it, it seemed like a lot happened. Like he was crying and yelling and she was like polite as hell <laughs> to the senators who were like grilling her about her sexual path like it just seems so like the epicenter of messed up like no victim should, should have to should have to go through that in my opinion oh but... man if you think this was bad just like be glad you're not old enough to remember anita clarence thomas anita hill hearings mm-hmm. like yeah. they really like really grilled Anita Hill and uh, were so blunt and disgusting and forward with her. Like, and many of the dudes who sat there and grilled Dr. Ford today are some of the same dudes right. who mm-hmm. sat uh, and looked down on Anita Hill that day. Um, it was a uh, really hard to watch uh, for several re- reasons. Uh, congressional hearings. Uh, Senate hearings are usually kind of boring to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but outside of like the mundanity of it, there was like this. Um, it was almost sick how mundane and how uh, business as usual it was kind of given the pretext and the reason that everyone was there. Right. As you saw people, people can choose whether or not they want to believe her. I choose to believe her. Um, I don't think she has any real reason to come forward and do this if it's not true. Uh, From what I understand, she said that she's had to relocate three times since this whole thing has started. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine why anybody would put themselves through that um, based on a lie. Um, and just watching her testify, uh, she came off as extremely sincere. She came off as somebody who this had had a long-term traumatic effect on, and she came off as somebody who was just coming into her strength, kind of, uh, in this situation, who was just getting to a place where she could uh, speak on it and uh, assert uh, herself in any real way to kind of see how it was 
made political and uh kind of turned into a clown show right meant to uh drive the emotions of voters at the end of the right. day uh it was kind of gross it was sickening to watch right do you think that that um the republicans handled it the way they did in order to manipulate the outcome of the vote tomorrow or do you, do you think it's just them being them <laughs> uh i mean like i said they've done this before so i think it's definitely more in line with them being them uh we've seen in previous democratic presidencies um when you know there's a there's a republican majority in the house and senate they kind of uh they swing their dicks they 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 um they push their weight around i would expect nothing less uh in a situation like this right uh we were speaking about it earlier and like i said i'm praying that there are two or three uh decent human beings amongst the republican fold uh who would go against voting Kavanaugh in because all you need is two defectors, I believe, for him to not get through. And so um, that's kind of what I'm laying my hopes on because I don't think this is going to stop the Republicans from voting tomorrow. Right. How about you, Amelia? Yeah. I know you watched it all day today. I don't know how you did that to yourself. It's like watching Fox News all day. It's like, no, can't do that. Yeah. It was tough. It was, Well, for like, well, there's so many reasons why I'm so upset about it. <laughs> just from like a like a technical perspective this is probably the worst hearing the most illegitimate hearing that has ever happened in the history of these kinds of situations like normally if, if these like kind of allegations come up there's an FBI investigation Correct. Like that's, that's right. a part of like that's a part of like proper practice like that's 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 not even like a favor or like an extra nice thing like that's that's something that we do in this country but the person who has to approve that of course is our president so that did not happen so the the committee itself can't really do much they're just like a sounding board so it's like a he said he said she said kind of thing so if you already made up your mind, your mind probably won't change after what happened today. Right. I didn't see the whole thing of what Brett Kavanaugh, like his finishing, but you know, he basically just like fake cried the whole time. Yeah. And Man. like, I mean, he was like, he was doing the most, like, the, like he was talking about calendars at one point and was like, and my father had a calendar and I had a calendar just, and I was like, did his dad die? Like, no, no. The... He was like, I documented the summer right. of 1982. Right. Anyway, but I think like, you know, he put a, a great show on. Um, I think he did what he's trained to do. I think, you know, for her, she did an incredible job, given the fact that it's very difficult to testify. It's right. extremely difficult, especially when you're not an attorney, when you are not a former prosecutor or, you know, a judge or like you're not trained. Like, right. you know, like police officers are trained to testify. So if you're not trained, you know, a lot of times when you're asked questions, you want to say as much as you can. Right. But actually, the less you say, the better, because it's kind of the less information they can expand on. Um, but given the fact that she had no 
training with how to testify. She did an right. incredible job. As I was really amazed, actually. She was really incredible. Um, and she, there was no pretense. She was, like, completely herself. Right. Um, and then for him, you know, out the gate, he was fake crying. And then I, my favorite is always, like, when sexual predators or, <laughs> like, people who are racist are, like, look at all my friends who are women. <laughs> or these are all my friends who, like, are people. Like, it's, like, it's like oh, I encountered a woman once. I, you know, or my mother. It's, like, you don't, right. you, like, you should just. That should be a given that, <laughs> that you respect people. But, um, right. you know, so he, he named his 84 women that have written about him. 84. I said at one point that he didn't realize how on brand he was. Oh, my gosh. When he said, basically, I could never be a sexual predator. I One of my best friends was sexually assaulted. And I right. was just like, holy shit. And when he yeah. did that, black Twitter blew the fuck up. Like, <laughs> where have we heard this before? So yeah. wait, wait, so what was black Twitter saying, Charlie? Exactly. Like, what are some things that came out of that? Basically, they started saying like, oh, I could never sexually assault a woman. Some of my best friends were black. Like, they, they, they yeah. just, like, they conflated the two because that's basically what it was. Like, it right. was so interesting that without even being conscious of it um he displayed everything that uh people like me who believe dr ford uh would ever want him to but Mm -hmm. the right is interpreting those same actions those same crocodile tears that same fake indignation and anger as genuine and righteous right and um you know proof those tears are proof that he's innocent um because when a white man cries uh it means a lot more in this country than it does when anyone else does no, so not um not not if a female cries if she cried that that would have been the whole like thing oh she's too emotional she can't be trusted for her opinions because she's too emotional and shit like it would just be totally the other way around that's oh they attacked her on the emotional angle because she did her polygraph test uh after leaving her grandmother's funeral and they accused her of being too emotional to give an honest polygraph test that was like because at first i was like wow like a prosecutor, you look like an asshole now. Like, you just... And then they're like, well, the hotel room, you know, she's like, no, it was in a conference center. But it's like, things that don't matter, they had to somehow pull out to make a case. So they tried to, like, use the fact that she didn't like, you know, riding on an airplane because she got anxiety from being on an airplane. Like, that's But somehow she made it here. Right. So she must be exaggerating about sexual assault. Airplane, fear of airplane. Yeah, a shitload of false equivalences. Yeah. And um really, really weird um It's like they wanted to like at moral yeah. high ground taken. It was insane. Like for to sit and watch Lindsey Graham oh um, scream about how he hopes the voters see and remember this. And it's like oh, we buddy, will we will remember this. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, like, oh, I have a favorite part. We won't need to remember, like, this is going to go on 
for a while. Uh, whether Brett Kavanaugh is voted on tomorrow or voted in tomorrow or not. Uh, if more women keep coming forward the way they are, he will go on trial. He will have to answer to somebody at some point. He'll be indicted. He'll be questioned at the very least. Can you indict so, someone who's on the Supreme Court? <laughs> How does that work? Um, I mean, I've known a judge who was previously arrested and went to jail. Well, I mean, but like, is it? Di- I- I'm assuming it's different for if you're on the Supreme Court, though, because like you're basically an untouchable. <laughs> Right. I would hope not. But yeah, I would no. certainly hope not. No, I think my favorite part of Lindsey Graham's speech was when he basically said, like, he was like, he was like, and I would almost say, like, you're like, he basically was like, you're a victim just as much as she is. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, next level. We just took it to <laughs> right. the next right, level. Right. And here's the thing. Was- we're equating him not getting on the Supreme Court to his life being ruined. Like, at this point, he hasn't had to face any legal... Like, in the same week that Bill Cosby is going to prison for something he did 30-plus years ago, right. Brett Kavanaugh has the audacity to claim, the right has the audacity to claim that Brett Kavanaugh's life is being ruined because this may stop him from being on the Supreme Court. Well, he's a white guy. He's a white guy. Right. He's a rich white boy. Yeah. Well, you should have thought about that before you sexually assaulted someone. (laughs) I just feel like... And here's the other thing. I thought the the right didn't like rich elites. They are all rich elites. But yeah, that's supposed to be their pull yourself up from your bootstraps. But turns out they already have the best (laughs) boots and um, (laughs) there's no straps on those boots. Right. Up there. Yeah, I mean, right. I love, my favorite was I was top of my class. You know, I worked hard. I'm like, no, you didn't. You went to an all-boys prep school outside of right. D.C. Your dad right. probably made six figures or had some sort of a connection. <laughs> oh, college, no, he, his dad University. definitely made six figures if he went to what what was basically a Yale funnel school. Mm-hmm. The assertion that... Too many dudes, uh, not just Brett Kavanaugh, but the assertion that too many men of privilege make that they have uh, received everything they have due to their own hard work and sacrifice is a really old narrative that's really easily disproven Mm -hmm. um, by simple like uh, reality. uh, Yeah, just just like a real look at economics and how they work. Right. Um, and how multi-generational wealth works um, and how, you know, the difference between uh, working for money and money working for you. And um, these people, I don't know, because they have a plight, like because there are tasks that they have to complete uh, in order to gain some type of uh, individual recognition, um, they equate that to literally like starting from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so like people of privilege look at equity as a loss. People of privilege 
look at fair play as a loss to them. You know what I mean? And I think what made a lot of the Republican dudes in the room so angry today and what made Brett Kavanaugh so angry today was that um, his privilege couldn't get him out of this situation. He's a high-ranking government official. He's worked with the presidential administration before. He's right. close friends with Donald Trump. Um, and he's in line to sit on the most powerful court in the land. So and that's not enough to get him out of this situation. And that bothers him. And that bothers the Republicans who back him. So my question for you guys now is now that there's so much heat on him, like he has three accusers so far who are claiming that he sexually assaulted them and t- tomorrow's the vote, obviously, or at least in terms of this podcast, it'll be last week. Last week will be the vote. And um, do you think they're they're going to be OK? Like if I mean, the Republicans already have the issue where Trump is a is, is a trash can fire <laughs> on his own. And now they want to appoint this dude who was appointed by Trump into the highest branch of, 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 of legal offices you can be in. Like, do you think the Republicans really want that much negative press on them right now? For, and for future? Like, yeah. I don't think they care about yeah, I don't know if they care. negative press. I think they care about power. Mm. Um. The right amount of power can erase negative press. Uh, and uh, you can use the right around the right amount of um, negative press to kind of embolden your base and increase your power. Um, what the Republicans have done under the Trump administration has basically been bullying the left. Um, Anytime there was a vote that came up and, you know, it was something the Republicans wanted done, it was done. Um, I can remember years back when Obama was in office and I can remember Republicans crying and screaming how unfair it was that the, um, I believe it was the Democratic led Senate at the time that the president and the Democratic led uh, Senate weren't listening to them and they were just shoving policies down their throat and pushing things through uh, on a partisan basis. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I also remember those same Republicans saying that they would do everything in their power to make Obama a lame duck president and do everything in their power to keep him from politically accomplishing anything. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like it's up to the American populace to have uh, a long memory. (laughs) Um, This this should be an example to us. Like dudes who did this to Anita Hill should have never been sitting on the Mm -hmm. Senate floor to do this to Dr. Ford today. Right. Yeah. And... um, you know, I'm hoping what they said, 60% of, of American women voted for Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? They said, um, what, how 64% of all educated women voted for Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
I'm hoping kind of that women are um, taking a step back and kind of looking at who they've been uh, supporting and defending and are, um, you know, looking to move in a, in, in, a, in a brighter direction for themselves and their daughters. And I'm hoping that men um, are going to take some responsibility and call ourselves and each other out mm-hmm. on our bullshit and on our mistreatment of women. Um, and I'm hoping that, um, you know, I read uh, that there are over a hundred women running for public office for the first time uh, mm-hmm. around the country right now. Um, and I'm hoping that women galvanize themselves and, you know, become a voting block. I'm, you know, not all women are going to agree on everything, but there are some things that um, I believe all women should be able to agree on. Um, And um, I'm hoping that at this point, like all of this anger, all of this re-victimization, all of this, you know, uh, the the this abuse basically uh, of American women by our government and its officials kind of kind of you know there's a there's a consequence for it. I'm hoping that the people make them pay because apparently the government won't. Yeah. Well, if he gets a if he gets sworn in, then we're gonna be living in some handmaiden times soon well he's he's specifically installed they keep saying for two reasons one is to make sure trump isn't impeached and the other is to overturn roe versus wade and what a bitter pill it would be if this dude this this accused uh sexual abuser is the guy who overturns god it's so mind-boggling i can't even i don't have words for that it's just so sad and frustrating all at the same time yeah at one point he was like people are saying that if i'm sworn in then people will die and i'm like they legitimately will women will legitimately right, straight die. Up. like yeah. they will actually literally they will coat hangers they will have bitch. An abortion. Coat yeah, hangers. They will <laughs> illegal providers and they will die right 100 that's a fact I was like, I don't know right. why you're yelling as it like as if someone made it up somewhere. Like these are facts right, that no. you're sharing. Like we've like, seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I wanted I really like the whole time he was yelling and fake crying. I just wanted to be like, Sir, this is not you're not the victim. Like this is not this is not it for you. But Lindsey Graham says he is, so therefore it's true. <laughs> I know, that was next level. That was just like, what? That wasn't my fave. Like when he compared. Sorry, fellow white man. I'm sorry you're being attacked by this white woman. We're sorry. (laughs) Yeah, like you must have. And then I love he. You know, he's like my family has been ruined. And then when he pulls everyone, like he uses everyone, like he uses his own daughters to like present himself as this holier than thou. My favorite, also my favorite quote was um. The reason I don't put churches in my calendar is because same reason I don't put brushing my teeth in my calendar. Is this something I don't think Did about? You say churches? Yeah, like going to church on Sunday. He was like, you know, going to church on Sunday, I didn't put it in my calendar because it was just like brushing my teeth. 
and it's it's like that so, today. So like sexual assault, I don't put it in my calendar. Is that what he's trying to say? <laughs> like what? No, he was just being. I think he was trying to like cover his ass and say he's like a church going American who plays football. And it was the top of his class. He kept on mentioning football, and I was like, no one cares. No one cares. Really? Oh. He was mentioning football. And like beer, right? Interesting. Interesting. Because when Trump was talking that grab him by the pussy, they said that was locker room talk, right? Uh, right. I just watched a story on um Jesus. I forget the name of her show right now, but Samantha B that used to be on a daily show. Right. Has her own show on, I believe, TBS. And last night she had a segment talking about NFL cheerleaders and how unfairly they're treated in relation to their male counterparts, right? Mm-hmm. So it's against the rules for an NFL cheerleader to look a player in the eyes. What? She can lose her job for that. I mean, what? Right? I I mean, I know there are rules that like make it so they can't like. Meantime, between time, there are no, there are no rules in place that prevent players from contacting the cheerleaders. So the cheerleaders are told blatantly by the teams the players are predators. It's a showing of your moral character to block them. Wait. wait. Like we're putting literally um, they are forced to regulate themselves and the sexual behaviors of damn near 300 pound men. That doesn't make any sense. Wow. So, so I find it interesting that he used football oh, in yeah. that way. It's the All-American. Um, Amelia, did you see this tweet that, that um, Trump set out? I'll read it for you. No. Uh, J- Judge uh, Kavanaugh showed America exactly why I nominated him. His testimony was, was powerful, honest, and riveting. Democrats' search and destroy strategy is disgraceful, and this process has been a total sham. An effort to delay, obstruct, and resist. The Senate must vote. Oh, my God. And then his press secretary has this great little nugget. Lindsey Graham has has more decency and courage than even than every Democrat member of the committee combined. God bless him. This admin, this admin is whack. This admin, this this whole White House admin is like ridiculous. I'm just, I'm just really curious, like how they can justify any of what they've been saying to the American people come November. That's what I want to know. Just like, how can you appoint someone who's going to try to gut women's health and still expect people to vote for you? It's just amazing to me. I mean, he bragged about walking up all random women and grabbing them by the pussy and women voted for You mean Trump, right? So, so, yeah, Trump. Uh, So I, I don't think, I don't think they're worried about And, you know, you saw that gross video that came out a couple of days ago of those Latina women uh, talking about Kavanaugh and the the second lady who uh, made the accusation. Um, There was a group of 
Latin American women on CNN mm-hmm. um, who literally sat there and made every excuse in the book uh, and said, one of them said, what boy hasn't done this Oh, at 17 years oh, old? Oh, my God. And I can tell you with absolute certainty that at seven years old, 17 years old, I never forced myself on no girl. And so um, when you have, you know, women out here shilling for the right and, um, you know, normalizing these kind of behaviors is really scary. You know what I'm saying? That's terrifying. Well, there was also this clip that I saw where these white Republican supporters and she was telling her daughter that it's all right if a dude wants to grab you by your pussy or some shit. I yeah. She basically was teaching her talk. She basically she says she has a daughter, right? A thirteen year old daughter, I believe they said, and she basically said that you know being groped by boys is fine. It's nothing. It's part of life. Yeah. Oh my god. That was really disgusting. I was very horrified. It's 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 a video. You'll find it if you go if if you like. Yeah, it 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 should be viral at this point. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, so I hate on to note. I, I hate to add end on a really depressing ass note. <laughs> but is there anything else you guys wanna wanna add before we wrap up today's bleak discussion? <laughs> yes, that Doctor Ford held herself with dignity integrity and confidence and just total sincerity and no pretense and completely being herself. And in the end, she has created a remarkable history in this country. And because she was so sincere and so herself, she only illuminated the darkness that came on the other side. So she's amazing. Let's vote you yeah, for let's vote you for the Supreme Court, Amelia. I think you have what it takes. I think you have the <laughs> Actually, actually I was watching it today and I'm retaking the Elsa in November and I just got real motivated. So Oh man, good luck. Ooh. Yeah. Take I was on... like, I gotta I gotta I gotta do this. Sorry, I guess uh for a final thought, I just would like to say that this is this has been a horrible week um for toxic masculinity and i'm looking forward to more like this um i'm i'm looking forward to seeing more high level dudes being called out for their actions i'm looking forward to seeing Um, more women finding their strength. I'm looking forward to seeing more men finding their strength and talking about sexual abuse. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to like sooner or later, the news is going to start blowing up with a lot of uh, arrests and convictions. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but there was just, uh, there was a city uh, somewhere where literally the entire, every diocese in the state was subpoenaed. Oh, wow. Wait, was that uh, Philadelphia? 
I think so. Yeah. I think that yeah, yeah, every diocese in Pennsylvania has been subpoenaed. So, uh, you know, when moves like that happen, um, it starts to look like people, because I myself am also a victim of sexual abuse. Uh, it it uh, it looks it looks like um, people can start to start to see like actual justice for the things that happen to them, and that we can kind of make people aware of how uh, fucked up some of the behaviors we hold as common are, and um, you know change a little bit for the better. Uh, as that's, that's I, I see uh something better on the horizon or you know a bunch of cave dudes um forcibly reverting us back to where we used to be and i don't think that dudes. could happen at this point well, so so um yeah that committee's basically a bunch of cavemen <laughs> at this point anyways <laughs> Um, well, thank you both for ending on such a positive note, considering how horrible and sad this topic was. <laughs> and I appreciate you both for watching today and, and having vital information that I did not know about. Um, so, yeah. Th- thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Amelia, and our oh, listeners sure. for, for, for joining us on this lovely evening. And we'll see you guys next week. This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.